When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, FPL managers? Welcome to a new video from Fantasy Football Scout. It's the deadline stream, half an hour until the game week 27 deadline. And I'm joined by Ryan, aka Football Chatbox, all the way from Australia. People want a huge amount of commitment here because it's 5 a.m. over there. He's got a cup of tea. I've got a beer. <laughs> Cheers to you, Ryan. Welcome aboard. Thank you, Ted. Thank you. Great to be aboard. Uh, first stream. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, it's great to have you here. And um, I mean, your season is going pretty well so far, isn't it, mate? Because you're you're in part of the Fantasy Football Scout Community League yep. That yep. In, in my team that I'm running. And you've been head of the um, the league all the way through the season, 20k yep. at the moment. Yeah. You're absolutely flying. So tell us about how your season's been going so far. So far, it's been pretty good. Um, the last few game weeks, I would say... Over the last 10 game weeks, I've been in this 20K rank, a bit more consistent. Uh, I was at 1.2K and then um, had a huge red arrow uh, for one game week, which fell to 20K. And then ever since then, I've just been in that 20K rank, coming close to 10K at times, but not being able to get back in. Um, So the goal for the season will be to try and get back in, but we'll see. It's not easy to get back in. I think you're in a good place. I think you've got pretty, you've got quite a lot of chips left to play. You should be absolutely fine. Yeah, I'm feeling quite confident. Yeah, exactly. I'm feeling quite confident about getting top 10k, and yeah. I have quite a lot of chips left as well. So you should be absolutely flying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ryan, your your insight just just because of the that amazing rank. You've also got a YouTube channel, which is at Football yeah. Chat Box. So if you guys in the chat uh, or joining us want some extra insight, go and check out Ryan's channel. Um, but let's have a look how you're shaping up for game week 27, buddy. And um, you are not free hitting this week, nope. and um, that must be kind of annoying, scary, because a lot of people free hitting, but presumably your chip strategy is just shaping up as this is sort of week you have to get through. So tell us about your team and, and how confident you're feeling about this week. Yep. Um, so I initially planned um, before all the double game week 28, 29 news came out to like see through it. Uh, so I built my team that I would have to make maybe one transfer to get a full level out. Um, and I basically stuck to that plan because I wanted to, um, I was initially thinking either wildcard in 28 or wildcard in after 30, uh, and probably free hit in third game week 30. But with all the double game week news that came out for 28, 29, I'm like now, okay, I'll wildcard in 28. Um, that means I don't have to play my free hit for game week 30. Um, and I still have two free hit chips left. So now I'm thinking, um, free hit in 33 and 36. That way, I don't have to worry too much about those double game weeks, um, and I can focus my team on the single game weeks instead. Um, so that's kind of the strategy. Uh, strategy uh, Bench boost is the one chip that I don't know where to play uh, because you, I would like 29 maybe, but it's not a very ideal game week for a bench boost in 29. 28 seems a much more ideal game week for a bench boost, but I'm wildcarding that week, so can't play the bench boost chip that week. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I think for those that you were captained in in twenty six, obviously you had that massive benefit. Yeah. But when to bench boost is the is the clear issue. So, you know, I think everyone plays their chip strategy different different ways. As long as yeah. you play it logically, I think it will work out. But yeah, saving yeah. those free hits for thirty three and thirty six really, I'm really jealous of that because they will see you through. I think. Um, but yeah, if you do walk on twenty eight, best of luck with yeah. that. And um, thank you. Yeah, bench boost in twenty nine. Uh, yeah. It'll be all right. But yeah, let's look at your team for this week. And mm-hmm. um, what a particular player that I have in my free hit is uh, Mr. Livramento. And I am really worried that he won't start. Um, Same. I'm really worried. But he obviously had this this great return, you know, a clean sheet and assist in the in the last match. And he's come back. Perro's been injured, of course, but we've, we've heard that Perro's back. Um, but he's only only recently back, so he's only had a couple of training sessions. So I'm hoping that he starts uh, right back and Walker Peters goes left back. But who knows? And it, it's really really annoying. I, I'm sure that you're hoping he starts because your your bench is is uh, pretty anonymous in terms of fixtures. Yeah, exactly. It's non-existent, um, <laughs> and I can't really start first as well uh, instead of Livermento. But um, I'm hoping he starts Livermento, especially given his last game. He had a pretty good performance. Uh, I don't know if he'll start even... He he sometimes plays a right wing as well, right? Livermento at times. Yeah, so yeah. there is that possibility. I mean, I, I'll take that over yeah, the fullback absolutely. position. Um, if he doesn't start, it is what it is. It's an unlucky situation. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping he does start. We'll have to see how it goes though. It's a really good point about the right mid spot because um, plenty of... I am actually from Southampton. That's where mm-hmm. I live. And mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of my friends are Saints fans, and they they often say that Livermento's best position is right mid, not right back. Mm. So it's it's an extra string to his bow. Hopefully, yep. it's it, it's a, it means that he starts this week, and um, yeah, we don't need to worry about it. But a lot of people on free hit mm-hmm. are you know opting for Carl Walker Peters as a safety option because I think he's probably the more nailed one. Even a boring Bednarek. I know that Sonaldo yes. is going for Bednarek at the moment, which is <laughs> outrageously boring. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't blame him, to be honest, for point one extra. Um, really, really difficult. But yeah, Vekor's captain for you. Was that a no-brainer or were you eyeing up Son or Fernandez as, a, as an alternative for that? Um, Fernandez, no, because of the fact that United are a bit more inconsistent. And before Watford's game against Crystal Palace, I was initially before all the double game news as well, I was thinking of even transferring out Fernandes for maybe a Sterling or a Maris because of the fixtures that City had. Um, but then the Watford game happened and they considered four goals. I was like, okay, I'll keep Fernandes. Um, but I still won't captain him because of the fact that United, I think that fixture is going to be a bit more harder than expected. Uh, before Watford played Crystal Palace, they were decent defensively. Um, if you've seen the last few defensive um, numbers, it has improved under Roy, Hod- Roy Hodgson. So... I'm expecting a tough game um, and United aren't really flying. So I wouldn't captain Fernandez, but Huming Sun, who have put the vice captain armband, and I think you were also contemplating on uh, giving him the armband. I think he is a good option. Uh, Leeds, obviously not that great defensively, um, but I've gone for Weghorst because of the double game week. Leicester not great defensively. Um, they conceded, what, 23 shots in the conference league. Um, so that's not really great for Leicester. Crystal Palace might be a much more tougher game because we don't know what Crystal Palace will turn up. Sometimes they keep a clean sheet, sometimes they concede goals. So I've gone for that punt, but yeah. 
Yeah, it's a really difficult decision. I was exactly in the same conundrum. Son against Leeds. Uh, Leeds are just so, honestly, right. I, my heart my heart just wants to captain Son all the way. And I, I can just see him getting a couple of goals in that game. And I, I don't really know why I'm not captaining him. But yeah. we just, we do get carried away by the two fixtures. And it's not necessarily being carried away because it's the sensible option. We've got 180 right. minutes worth of, of player, but it's a Burnley player at the end of the day. Um, we're putting quite a lot of eggs in our basket about Bekor scoring like set yeah. goals from headers, but he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> His only goal has sort of been a shot from, you know, um, 14, 15 yards out or something like that. So we are counting on something to happen for the first time in the Premier League, I should say. He's, he's been yeah. pretty good at it in the in the Bundesliga, it has to be said. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to captain Veghorst. I think most people are as well, even if they're not pre-hitting, because he seems to be like the priority player. I posted something yeah. on Twitter actually earlier. Sorry, mm-hmm. Ryan. Um, like only 8.4% of people in the entire game own him. And of course, that you know that, that's quite low, but obviously there's going to be a hell of a lot of people that aren't active and um i'm sure that percentage is massive uh when you actually compare it against people that are very active in the game and in higher rank bands so um yeah i'm gonna be very boring and captain vacost like you uh but i really wish that i i I want i should go son i I really really wish that but yeah i I think it's a don't look past the two two fixtures i think it's it's a decent matchup for vacost yeah that's that's the main reason i bought sun in for the hit um, cause I was like, it's more damage limitation move, uh, in terms of, I rather lose four points and bring him for the hit than maybe lose potentially like 12 points or something from sun. Um, so that's one reason, but again, yeah, we're expecting a lot from Wakehurst again, Burnley player. We know we had, we've been here before with like Dennis and King when Watford had that double, we've been here before when Everton had that double. Um, now we're here with like Burnley as well. So I'm not really expecting much, but Again, it's the double gaming player. Two chances at. Um... It's really interesting, isn't it? Because you you often find like you ask that question, "What will I regret more?" Yeah, captaining, not captaining a double game week player, and he goes on to scores in both games, and you go, "Why?" It was such an obvious move. Why didn't I do that? Or you go and captain a single game week premium player like Son. And it's it's like slightly less predictable, even though the matchup is favourable. But I think yeah. I would regret it more if I didn't captain the, the double game week player and he went on to to do well and overthink yeah. it. So, yeah, I, I think it's the obvious move. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the rest of the team, actually, that that's not a free hit team at all. As in, you don't have to yeah. um, press that free hit button. I think you're going to get through this game week absolutely fine. Uh, and the fact that you obviously sell Salah um mm. means that you can enable uh, actually a fairly decent side uh mm-hmm. so yeah wild card in 28 and um you can go from there but yeah yeah fingers crossed it's not too much of a uh, of a pain this week you never know your, your team might come out um better against the free hit template uh for all we know um Jimenez might have a, yeah might have a Jimenez Bowen Bowen's also there I've seen a lot of yeah. people know him um, yeah so absolutely. maybe I mean when I watch Bowen um when we were wildcarding in 26, uh, when I was wildcarding 26, I, I count myself incredibly lucky for him not to have got a return in that game. Mm. And he seems like one of the best options in the entire league at the moment. Mm. And it's just because Wolves is a fairly difficult fixture, all in all. I think people are just ignoring Bowen um, and favourably like the City double up and all that sort of yeah. stuff. 
Um, with that in mind, let's move on to my free hit team, um, which is um, fairly in line with the template, it has to be said, if not the template. Um, triple Burnley with Pope, me, and uh, Veghorst, Captain. Um, triple City, Cancelo, Sterling, and Mares. Fernandez um, is the only Man United representative. And then Son and Kane uh, against Leeds. Uh, Breuer and Livramento uh, for Southampton and it has to be said the only player that I'm really worrying about is Livramento I think Sterling and Mares. we don't know what Pep's going to do but I think all of the prediction oh. tools that we have um, Emma Jump the Wave that she does that um, amalgamation piece which is really useful had um, Sterling and Mares in the 90% yeah. to start uh, Luke was in uh, who also does a Man City prediction, it agrees, Sterling and Mares. I think quite a lot of people are in the consensus that this is probably what's going to happen. So if Pep mm. does something completely different, we can't blame ourselves. We're just doing something with the best that we can. Um, so, yeah, for me, the biggest worry is Livramento, as we talked about earlier. But the fact that he also could play right mid, you know, I think if he does start, it could be an even better option than any of the other Southampton lot. It's the reason why we owned him at the start of the season, right? Other than his price. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but we'll have to see how it goes, I guess. He's the one issue. But you have Johnson on there in the bench. Could potentially play if needed. I know as also, uh, as has that issue as well with regards to <laughs> Livermento. Um, and he's hoping that Johnson does come and start. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm choosing to to get the same combination as as who's not pre-hitting. So I, I don't really know what that says about me, but I could easily go Alanga down to Gilmore and Livermento up to Carl Walker-Peters if I wanted to um, uh, sort of make sure that I have a starting player from Saints. Yeah. But the problem is it weakens the bench. And if Sterling or Mares doesn't play at all, then I'm not really going to get that benefit from the bench. Yeah, that's so true. I think, I, I think I'm happy with this team. Um, more or less. If Livermento doesn't play at all, I'll be pretty upset and kind of surprised at the same time. Um, you know, to bench him when he's match fit and he's had an assist and a clean sheet in the last match, I think could be weird. Uh, and mm. yeah, Perro's been fairly decent, but mm. Walker Peters can play on the left. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, guys in the chat, if you want to start getting your questions in, we can start answering that. Um, what I want to do actually is just bring up um, the chart. One of the charts I did back on mm -hmm. the uh, Monday show, which just just showed some of the free hit contenders. Guys, if you if you're worrying about like who to get on your bench, if you haven't got enough money, if you're worrying about people starting and you want to downgrade people to like to Sancho, like Fernandez to Sancho, or I don't know, Sterling to Mares or any, any sort of downgrades, this might help you just to visualize that downgrade. Is it, is it that much of a downgrade or is it worth it? And I think if you're downgrading Fernandez to Sancho, it, I, I, you know, I think there's a perception that Sancho could do well this week. And at the end of the day, it's one game week. Anything yeah. can happen, right, Ryan? Like, yeah, anything could happen. We're trying to predict the future here, and normally we try and predict the future in like four to six game weeks. But mm. when it's when it's quite a lot of free hits riding on this, it's one game week. Anything can happen. You can see Fernandez top right there is significantly better than Sancho. Is mm. the saving worth it? Do you reckon if people are trying to save money? 
it, it depends on what you're going to do with that money. If that means you're going to be able to bring in like a cane or a Heming Sun, um, or even like a Sterling and Mahrez City double up, then maybe. But if you're not going to do anything with that money, then probably just keep Fernandez. Uh, the other thing I've noticed is when Ronaldo doesn't, pl- I'm expecting Ronaldo to start this game, but when he gets subbed off, then Bruno Fernandez tends to go to that false nine position for United because we don't have any other striker who comes on and plays. Um, and in those specific scenarios is when Fernandez has got that goal because he's been further forward. Um, so that's something to kind of keep up, uh, keep in mind. And also because of the fact that I know United have a break, like a week's break between now and the derby. So I, that's why I expect Ronaldo to start. But there is a possibility that he doesn't play the full 90. Ronaldo doesn't play the full 90. Fernandez moves forward. Um, but yeah, it's a one-week game again. We're, we're not sure. I mean, Sancho could very well deliver. He's been on really good form. Um, but, but it depends on what you're going to do with that money, I guess. I mean, there's no guarantee that Sancho even starts because. Oh yeah, that's true. Obviously, Alanga was was decent midweek, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. picking um, picking him to start. Um, and whether he comes in instead of um, Sancho or, or another player is another matter, of course. But um, there's still that question to be had. I don't think Fernandez uh, will be dropped at all. I think he's essential yep. to that team. I think Ronaldo probably does start as well because Cavani's mm. still injured and yep. he's important. So it's interesting. Would you drop Fernandez to Sancho if you were f- upgrading your bench uh, and you had City assets with potential rotation risks? Do you think that's a good use of the money? If I'm upgrading my bench, on a, uh, probably not. Because I don't know like how much can you really upgrade your bench compared to what maybe Bruno Fernandes could deliver. Uh, I, know, I probably like, won't. Like, um, like unplaying players like Simicass yeah. at 3.7 that people just yeah. want. as like, And, and Amati at 3.8. Amati's going to be pretty popular. 3.8 playing Burnley uh, yeah. for Leicester. But, uh, <laughs> if you could upgrade him to the likes of, I don't know, a, a Saints player or... um you know, low, low That's, four points. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Is effectively it... probably like upgrading, I guess what maybe expecting two to three points on your bench extra, um, uh, compared to maybe a Fernandez potential haul and possibly penalties in his locker if needed, if Ronaldo is not on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, probably not. I wouldn't go with that. Um, I would probably keep Fernandez in that specific case. The only time I would downgrade is if you're upgrading your starting eleven. Yeah, I, I think that's wise. I don't think you can make a decision about downgrading a player just because there's a chance that one of your yeah. starting eleven might get benched. I think we just have to play as optimally as we can. Yeah. And sometimes that's just picking the best players who's going to score the most points. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you're gonna have to have that contingency plan on your bench, but don't go too hard because it's just not mm, worth mm, it. Mm, Most mm. of the time you're gonna get all yeah. of your players playing anyway. <laughs> Excuse me. So how essential do you think Pope is to this game week? Because um, a lot of people are considering downgrading Pope to the likes of Forster, who is more mm. likely to play at the back for Saints, and then having a cheaper Burnley, a second Burnley player. Do you think Pope, mm-hmm. Pope is essential for this game week? You see, essential... Um, I mean, if you're downgrading to Forster, then probably don't do that, uh, because I don't think Forster is keeping a clean sheet. Uh, at best, you're probably expecting maybe two points from Forster. If not one point, if he tends to concede more, um, Pope does have a good. Uh, if Pope keeps a clean sheet, he most likely accumulates bonus as well. Um, 
which is also really nice to have from keeper. That's the same thing we see from Ramsdale as well. When Ramsdale keeps a clean sheet, he tends to accumulate bonus as well. So for that reason, I'll probably go with Pope. And I know a lot of managers in the top 10K are also probably going to go with Pope for that specific reason. Um, so I probably would keep Pope in there and not downgrade him. I think he's probably one of the best. And if you were to look at like maybe like expected points for this game week, he's probably second on that list uh, just behind Red Coast out of all the players this game week. So I probably will keep Pope there. Yeah, some people even vying for captain for for Pope. I'm not surprised to be honest. I, I've mm-hmm. got I've got a chart up here that we went we went through the Monday video, um, which just showed in the last six game weeks Pope is one of the best goalkeepers in the league. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's he's played sort of tougher opposition, um, which might have increased that requirement for him to make saves and prevent that um, that xG. Uh, but you know, Palace and Leicester are, are fairly decent attacking sides, and I don't see that yep. why that would be any any different. So. Pope's back to his best, it seems, in the last six game weeks. Um, not one to overlook or um, yep. or uh, compromise on, I think. So, so yes. Um, we've had a super chat from Christopher Wright. Uh, hey, guys, Captain Drama, son of a course. Like, one, the same drama that we were talking about earlier. And, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, just to reiterate what we were saying, son is an excellent one-week option, probably one of the best, because I think that Leeds game really suits Spurs in the way that they want to come out and play. They want to attack. And Spurs are probably one of the most effective counter-attacking sides. And Leeds can't defend, can they, Ryan? No, they can't. <laughs> Especially with Calvin Phillips not there. There's yeah. no way they're keeping a clean sheet. Um, but at the same time, there's no way Spurs are also probably keeping a clean sheet because Spurs also can't defend. Um yeah, it's the million dollar question San Vegas this week. And I won't be surprised if the captaincy, like the armband in general, is split across those two players in the top 10K and even top 100K. Um, I'm just going with like going with Veghorst mainly because he's a double game week player, two chances at trying to get something from it compared to maybe Sun. Um, and also just because of how the bonus point system tends to favor the strikers. Um, so if Vegas can get one goal, potentially he gets like three bonus. You could potentially see maybe a nine pointer or a ten pointer from him. And that's not a bad result uh, over two game weeks. He he seems yeah. like to have he has the highest floor amongst the players yeah. because of yeah. those two fixtures. So I think that's a no brainer, really. I, I think most people will go with Vegas if effective ownership comes into play as well. Yeah, into your decision if that factors in your decision, then um. I think Veghorst is probably going to be the most heavily captain this week, uh, and that's going to reduce your your volatility in your rank. So um, that's the sensible option. But I really wish I had the guts to go for Son. I really do. Yeah, true. Hi, everyone. Just taking a break here to mention this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's a better H-E-L-P. We all know that everything that's going on in the world is putting a strain on all of us, and reaching out to speak to someone is a good idea. Uh, if you are struggling, BetterHelp is an app that can help improve your mental health and you can match with your own licensed professional therapist within 48 hours. It provides a secure online platform for professional therapy who have a broad range of experience and this might not always be available locally to you. Uh, it lets you do this from your own home through video or phone sessions at times that suit you. You can even log into the app and send a message to your therapist 24-7 who will reply with a timely and thoughtful response. Note that it's also more affordable uh, than traditional offline therapy and there is financial aid available to you too. Uh, if you don't get on with your therapist, you can change therapists for free. Note that this is a US app, but there are clients worldwide, over 2 million of them. Uh, but do bear in mind of the time differences if you do decide to sign up. Uh, you can visit the website 
which is BetterHelp, betterhelp.com. Uh, you can check out the reviews, betterhelp.com forward slash reviews. Uh, there's people who've said that they love it because they hate going uh, places and they don't feel comfortable um, doing so, but they, they've you know felt really good doing it through better help uh other people have said that they're quick to respond to their messages kind and understanding and they feel comfortable opening up um, over the app without a fear of being judged so if you like the sound of that you can get 10 percent off your first month just go to better help better help.com forward slash scouts that gets you 10 percent off your first month and you can join all the people uh, that are using the app um right some other questions in the chat um Salah and King to Kane, Rafinha or Saka or Willock for a minus minus four. Salah and King. So you could get rid of Josh King. Josh mm-hmm. King has been such a disappointment. I think uh, it really depends if you are wildcarding 28. So apparently you're not wildcarding 28. Yeah. So getting rid of, of Salah, I don't think is that good of a long-term move. That's mm. a really difficult question, Ryan, actually. Because, well, that's effectively he's taking a minus eight, basically, right? What, to, to get just back get in. yeah to get Salah because you're getting Salah back in you're just so basically a minus eight to just have Kane for this week. If you put it that way, I probably won't do it because as good as the fixture is, you have so basically Kane will have to get more than your eight points that you've taken, uh, and also maybe another five to eight points on top of that. So you're expecting at least two goals from Kane this week. And a bit more. I it guess. could happen, but if you look yeah. at any statistical model or anything that sort of thing, it's definitely not going to predict Kane yeah. to score more than that. And you yeah, know, that I think probably playing optimally, it's not worth it. Keep yeah. Salah. You you'll thank us later because you'll have Salah for, yeah. <laughs> for game week um twenty eight and uh, and onwards. And obviously Salah has that you know double game week in twenty nine again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um I would yeah maybe just look to try and get rid of King or for someone else like. Broya, if you don't have him already, and that yeah. saves a minus four. Um, Rahul, no non-free hit. Should I get in a Southampton or Wolves defender? Southampton have pretty good fixtures going forwards, don't they? And obviously they have a double in twenty-eight. So I, oh, that's that's the same for Wolves, isn't it? But yeah, um, who would you prefer out of a Southampton or a Wolves player in the sort of medium term? In the medium term, from Southampton, initially I would have like already have Livermento. Uh, because of his price point is pretty decent. Uh, now, obviously, there's questions over his starting ability. Uh, I'm not really convinced by Carl Walker-Peters or Benderek as much um, as I would have been in terms of Livermento because of the attacking potential. Um, from Wolves, size is a good option. I like size as an option. Obviously, they don't have Semedo anymore. Uh, but one thing we might have to consider is Bully is back, and this question was asked to me, and I was like, I don't know who drops um, from the Wolves backline to Probably fit in Bully there. Maybe, maybe, but maybe. he's been having a good season, same yeah. as size. The only safe option is Cody because he's the captain. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's a bit, of, it's a bit of a tight one actually. If you look at it, I think maybe you go with um, Southampton, but then Wolves do play game week thirty, and if you're not playing a free hitting game week thirty then maybe Wolves is the most sensible option to go for, given that we don't know whether Southampton playing game week 30 or not. That's very true. Thinking ahead, sort of four or five game weeks, we definitely yeah. know that Wolves play. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wonder if there's any late, uh, sort of early team news. I'm going to sort of scroll uh, for it, see if I can get anything, but um, I'm not holding my hopes up. Um, 
Alex is asking Rafinha or James Will Prowse, and I think that's a really good question because um, I had I had Rafinha, I have Rafinha on my wild card, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when he was dropped um, in that first match, I was going, oh, oh my god, I'm going to have to move him to James Will Prowse. Yeah. I think both of them are very decent. Obviously, Rafinha is that talisman in that lead side, yeah. whereas whereas there are other options at Saints like Breuer, like Livramento, that you know make James Will Prowse not the talisman. But I yeah. think he's he's a decent option. It's I always move away from the James Will Prowse sort of player because mm-hmm. of the erratic nature when they score. Mm. Just absolutely fantastic free kicks that are yeah. kind of unpredictable. So yeah. I would kind of always go for Rafinha. He seems to be more directly involved in Leeds' ridiculous attacking play uh, at the yeah. expense of their defence. So I would favor in the Rafinha. Lot- in the long term, maybe Rafinha. If you're doing a one game week, then I would be slightly tempted with James Ward-Prowse. Um, Norwich are weak on set pieces, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So could work out. If it's doing like a free hit, maybe, then I, I'm kind of tempted by uh, Ward-Prowse, not going to lie. Um, but Rafinha is a good long-term pick, I guess, out of the two. Yeah, agreed. I, I think um, he's he's the better option this week for, yeah. for one thing. So... Um... Yeah, short term versus medium term, I think. Uh, Johan is asking Son in for Bowen for a minus eight. Uh, my initial reaction is definitely no. Um, I think that assuming that you're already on a minus four. Um, I, actually, having having said that, Son does have a double game week in 29. So if you factor that in, is it worth a minus four over... If you were going to get rid of Bowen anyway, and you're not wild carding in 28, does that increase the the quality of the move? Uh, maybe. Um, but then could you? I don't know. It depends on whether they can get Sun in for free transfer instead the next week. And what's the reason? Like it's the same uh, reason for like probably Kane. Oh well, I guess Kane was the Salah move out. Uh, it could work out because Bowen is playing Wolves, and Wolves aren't that like weak defensively they are pretty solid defensively um and west ham on the other hand don't look um great going offensively it's only it's a lot very it's like very reliant on bowen uh in terms of them doing something the other thing is west ham do have europa league coming up soon so there could be rotation there focus could shift towards the europa league so in the long run it makes sense it could pay off um and you might even get your returns back immediately this game week as well given that Leeds is a much more easier fixture. Really interesting question. I thought that was a definite no, but it's kind of changed my mind, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. It could pay out. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any sort of early team news, guys, I'm afraid. So I, I really just... I, I think that, personally, if I was going to guess, I would guess that Livermento and Carl Walker-Peters will start at right, yeah. uh, right back and left back. Um, Fantasy Football Scout, uh, Neil is predicting that in the predicted lineups. So... Um, you know, Bednarek and Salasu in the in the middle. I, I just wouldn't overthink it. Yes, Perro could come back in, but I think it's probably the less likely of that. Um, make sure you've got bench, absolutely, but yes, you know, yes. not not too good of a bench. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> just have sense. like one or two, if just in case. But yeah, <laughs> best choice between Kulisevsky or Ramsey for the upcoming weeks. I think that's the short term versus medium term question again. Yeah. Kudasevsky uh, for, for this week, uh, Ramsey yes. for, for going forward. So. Yeah. 
depends on your on your chip strategy, buddy. Really, like if you if you're wild carding twenty eight, then go Kulusevski. Um, if not, then weigh up whether you want um, you know uh, Ramsey for the game week twenty eight, which is a double for Aston Villa. Um, but then Spurs obviously have a, a double in twenty nine. But we really don't know the the security of Kulusevski's position. Like Lucas Mora is definitely there, and he's gonna get take game time yeah. unless. Kulu like turns into some sort of superhero, which which I doubt. So, you know, who knows? What, what's your opinion on that, Ryan? By the way, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Short term, you can go Kulovsky again. We don't know whether he'll play this game week. Um, long term, maybe Jacob Ramsey again. Aston Villa play game week thirty. Um, so yeah, long term, I would go Jacob Ramsey. Oh my god, it's past the deadline now. I, yes. I'm not. I didn't actually check that my team was set up correctly. Let me just. <laughs> oh, are you, are oh you sure god. you hit that? I hope so. I'm you hit the free sure. hit button. Oh, I definitely hit the free hit button. No, oh, I did okay, that a okay. long time ago. I did that a long time ago. Um, you won't be able to I, check I, now though. Oh, I can't, it's processing. I can't even, you're right. I can't even check. It's been processing. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was fine. I'm pretty sure it was fine. Okay. But I did. I did sort of switch uh, Kyle Walker Peters in like. Uh, back okay, like, a, okay, like an okay, hour okay. and a half ago so yeah i think i switched it back okay so livermento's okay. in lang okay. first bench i, I think it's, it's fine <laughs> you'll, you'll be fine i hope so hope so <laughs> so you're wild carding 28 aren't you yes and um yes i guess the benefit of that is you, you're going to be able to get on um any sort of changes after the fa cup fifth round and chelsea yes. if they double with 28 we yep. didn't we didn't get that annoying Arsenal versus Chelsea additional yeah. fixture in 28. I was really hoping for that. Um, so it looks like it's probably not going to happen. I think I'll probably bench boost anyway with Arsenal yeah. playing Watford. Um, but it is what it is. Are you, are you looking forward to wildcarding? Yes, uh, I will press that button very soon. Probably not today because I need to <laughs> sleep later. But uh, when I get up, maybe looking towards pressing that button. Um, the other thing is... Um, if Chelsea do get that double game back, um, they do play Norwich and Burnley. Could be a very tasty set of fixtures. And given that right now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't really see a captaincy, like standout captaincy. But if Chelsea get that fixture, then maybe we could probably have a decent captaincy shout there from there. Interesting. Like, I, it, the, the first person I think of as the best option for Chelsea is Reese James. Because Lukaku doesn't seem like he's having the best of times no. and that midfield is a bit of a minefield like Mason Mount's yeah. back from injury but yeah is he a captaincy shout don't know probably not so, ZH is also there so yeah it, it's interesting like it, we've got the Chelsea carrot you know dangling in front of us but we're not 100% sure on who the best options are apart from maybe Reese James so even players that you know managers that aren't on wildcard like myself could just make a single transfer and just get Reese James in, and that yeah. might solve the issue. Um, but yeah, looking forward to bench boost myself. Um, <laughs> I really did wish for that that double game week for Arsenal, but uh, single game weeks go. Watford's not the not the worst single yeah, that's game true. week, and um, obviously Liverpool against West Ham. If you if you put those guys on the bench, it's you know it's not the worst fixture, and yeah. it's Liverpool at the end of the day. So yeah, no, it'll be exciting and. Um, yeah, we just got to get through this. I'm I'm looking forward to enjoying this game week for once because it seems like I have the ability to uh, attack it for 
you know, my game week last week was to just firefight. It was a wild yeah. card. Everyone was on Salah triple captain. It was pretty painful, especially that that last game against Leeds. But you know, fair play for for going the obvious route. Um, I scored 130 points though. That wasn't that. That's bad. pretty good. It wasn't yeah. that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be hiding behind the sofa this game week. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you'll be fine. I think that team's absolutely fine. You won't be. You won't be too far behind the free hitters if everything goes to plan for them. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it should be all right. I wonder how how early we get the early team news. It's normally sort of 10 minutes. Uh, 10 minutes away from now. 15 minutes before the. Um, the actual team news. The actual team news. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll find out if Liverpool actually starts or not. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I, I you could scroll through Twitter and just be like, oh, this is the early team news, but it could equally be fake at the same yeah. time. But goodness me, let's recap our teams. Um, this was my free hit team. So Triple Burnley, Crystal Palace and Leicester are the fixtures. Veghorst captain. I can't believe it. I'm actually really disappointed in myself that I went Veghorst captain because you know when did you, you confirm have... that? <sighs> yeah, I did. Or did you keep it on sound? Okay. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, I confirmed it. But I... <sighs> my heart was going son, head, Veghorst. And I... my head run out, um, you know, one out. And uh kind of disappointed in myself you know when you you want to trust your gut but you kind of just don't you just go with a go with the two yeah. fixtures you can feel like a sellout <laughs> <laughs> i know i mean just see double gimmick news and we just go ah oh, you got to captain that double gimmick player and like i keep telling this don't ignore the single gimmick players i keep telling my stream as well don't ignore the single gimmick players and here i am captaining a double gimmick player from a player who, like from a team who's not that great as well so oh, yeah <laughs> i don't know it is what it is now. Let's just, see what happens. So the things we have to get through as free yeah. hitters are yeah. Livermento or the, the Saints guys, Livermento yeah. especially, and then the City guys. Because I think everyone else is sort of, you know, expected to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sterling and Mara starting would be absolutely fantastic for free hitters. I think they were the template option. But yeah. De Bruyne, you have to sort of pay the premium for security of stars. And his, his stats aren't even that great no it's not compared yeah like he's he he's the guy who mainly assists the assistant most of the times um and he gets the occasional when he gets the occasional goal then he's on all three bonus points because of what he does in the game um but for that price point i think you could probably do better um that's the one game i'm scared about as well the city one i just have canceller and that's it um that could be a huge like scoreline over there but we'll see you have to get lucky in, in, in this game at the same time like yeah I, I think Cancelo in the last game I, I didn't have Cancelo in the last one because we obviously wildcarded and mm. he was absolutely fantastic wasn't he I couldn't believe he didn't end up with like a double figure haul in that game <laughs> I was disappointed with a one pointer <laughs> yeah oh absolutely so um yeah it, it just well, you know the variants will win out and I think Sterling Morris are great but like, who knows? As you say, like De Bruyne, I think De Bruyne is like incomparable to a James Ward Prowse sort of player. Like mm. when he does score, it tends to be a really, really decent goal from mm. with an absolutely fantastic technique. Um, it just seems like less predictable. Like James Ward Prowse times two sort of thing. Yeah. And um, yeah. you know, we we all know the ability he has and uh, his assist potential is is second to none. So mm. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't um, not expect 
De Bruyne to end up with a decent score this week. But if you can predict Mahrez sort of starting, then he's worth the money, right? I, I think. And on pens. On pens is a yeah is a, is a decent shout as well. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, let's go to your team as well, mm-hmm. just to remind ourselves. Um, it might stay another sort of seven minutes until yeah, we might sure. get the early team news. Um, and if we don't, then we'll just end the stream. But um, early team news, you'll be good to stay for. Um, yeah, I think like your likes of Dina against Brighton. Like Brighton don't set the world alight with um, their attacking prowess, do they? So not yeah. really. But at the same time, I thought I thought Aston Villa would have been defensively a bit better. Uh, but I guess that didn't happen. Um, yeah, Dini is like that kind of player that I'm... I know they have a double in 28, but if Chelsea do get a double in 28, I would immediately swap Dini for Rich James. Oh, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Um, Even though yeah. Dini has that game in 30 game, I'll just figure something else out for that. It's just that what, I'm like... yeah. What's the price difference between Dini and, um, and Rich James? Oh, it's quite a bit, I think. It's like 6.2 for Rich James and Dini is like 5.1. Um, okay. But I have... I have the money in the bank to do that. Um, especially given I was looking at like a possible 20 gaming 28 team, which potentially saw me benching the likes of Trent, Cancelo, uh, all on my bench. So, and playing the likes of like Luca Dini, Livramento. Um, I think there was another defender. I don't remember who. Uh, but if I can get Rich James in for Luca Dini, I'll do that immediately. Um, interesting because he i mean he has a really excellent double game week in 28 he does and, um, he does it's interesting that you would do that rather than maybe upgrade a single game week player to the, the oh because if i was to do um it will have to be because i'm not moving trent or cancelo who would be the single game week players um and because i have too much value stored in them then it'll probably be between dinia uh, Livramento, and I think my other one, uh, I have Tierney in my team, who will come back. I mean, no, I, I, I have Tierney in my team. I could probably do Tierney to, uh, to Reese James. I think that could also work. And then yeah, play like a back four. Arsenal's double in 29 is yeah. it's pretty difficult, isn't it? Uh, for a yeah, defensive it is. player. Like, uh, we've watched him the last couple of games, Tierney, and he, he hasn't created too many chances. I think I'd probably rather have one of the centre-backs. So, I think Tierney yeah. up to, to Reese James would be a really decent option. Um, you know, but as you say, Aston Villa haven't exactly been solid at the back. So yeah. Dean has been a little bit of a troll, but he does have he does have that attacking threat. He is on set, a few set pieces now and then. Mm, um, mm, mm. So, you know, it's, it's six of one, half, half a dozen in the other. Mm. Um, Dennis is the one. <laughs> Dennis is such a troll for me. Like, wild carded him out and he scored 11 points. Death, ugh. And obviously, I transferred him in, and he got that red card. So it's yeah. been really, really dreadful ownership. But um, clearly, you kept him for last week, and you experienced that eleven points. Yeah, I was like, I'm, it's a double gimmick player. I'm not going to remove double gimmick player, even though <laughs> I probably expect like four points. But I'm happy with eleven. Um, there was a question in the chat that asked for like three gimmick player, three key players for a wild card on twenty eight. Like it. Uh, who would you look at? Three key players on wild yeah. card in twenty eight. So, assuming that you want to get through game week thirty yeah. without three yeah. hitting, I think Coutinho is going to be quite an important player. Yeah, because he he's got a really good 
really good double. He's arguably a captain option in game week yes. 28, I would say. Yep. Um, and he also plays in 30. And um, like a decent fixture in 29, I think. I can't actually remember what it is. So I think Coutinho is, is one of those, I think, is is really key. Um, why don't we go for you, to you for the second? second um, the other one would probably be Rafinha, I would say. 28, as Leicester and Aston Villa, both at the moment defensively not that great. Yeah. Um, I think that could be a good option. Um, the third one, it depends, I guess. Can we say Dubraka? I haven't pronounced I hope I didn't butcher his name. Dubravka is a really interesting one because I, yeah. I had I had zero confidence in in buying Dubravka. Um, yeah. He's in my team and uh, obviously he's got the double-double in 28 mm-hmm. and 29, so decent. And Newcastle actually have improved defensively yeah. uh, recently, so I don't think he's a bad shout at all. Mm. Dubravka, like as as an alternative to Saar or Ramsdale, like especially yeah. when you're you're consolidating your attention to twenty eight and twenty nine specifically, yeah, I, I think he's an excellent option. It's a really good shout. Um, uh, other ones you throw in the mix, I mean Jimenez, but he's not that mm. an exciting player, is he? Really, he's got a decent double though. Crystal Palace yeah. at home, Watford at home, really decent double for Wolves. Um, Broha but, maybe, yeah, maybe. yeah. yeah. Aston Villa away, Newcastle at home, very mm-hmm. decent mm-hmm. fixtures in, in 28. And um, I think Broyer's fixtures, like long-term, are fairly decent. Like after yes. the double, he's got Watford, Burnley and Leeds. Yeah. Um, so really decent. Um, yeah, that's more than three players, but I think yeah, we've exactly. covered a, a, decent, a decent amount. Um, is asking, why were so many people free-hitting this week? I think it's due to the chip strategy, like especially mm. if you're wild-carding. If you wildcard in 26, sorry, um, you're not going to have that many players in 27, especially those who uh, have decent fixtures. The Spurs boys, Triple Burnley, uh, Man City especially. And you're going to go into 28 with uh, a heap load of double double game week players. So it allows Uh you to sort of navigate the two or or three game weeks um, with, with the optimal squads. But if you haven't wildcarded in 26, it's equally just as viable like getting four premium players is is pretty decent ryan isn't it over yeah, maybe yeah. one one or two yeah that's the thing because the fact that you have that sala money that you had in 26 now not there um that kind of creates a lot of space to be bringing like you would never have four premium players going ahead in the long run just because of what it does to your squad but for a one week punt I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better, especially given the fixtures that they're like the premiums they were looking and the fixtures they are playing. You couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Man United against Watford at home, excellent. But as you sort of alluded to earlier, Watford are surprisingly, Mm. you know, they're they're actually good defensively. You know, certainly statistically, I think they're probably underperforming, but still, they're not allowing too many efforts. So it'll be interesting what the result in that match is. But obviously, we talked about the Spurs boys against Leeds. Mm. I, I can't see anything but a high-scoring win for for Spurs. Do you yeah. think um, Spur, uh, Leicester? Sorry, do you think um, Leeds get a few goals in that as well? Maybe one. Yeah. Uh, I probably like. I think they get a goal from there because Spurs defensively haven't been that great, and obviously, we have to keep in mind that their form in the last five games hasn't been great as well. Um. Stats-wise, defensively, Spurs not great. 
So I do expect one goal from Leeds, given how Leeds like to play. Uh, but at the same time, because of given how Leeds like to play, I'm expecting a huge scoreline from Spurs. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. I think it yeah. really suits him. Uh, Dasmondo in the chat thinks that Dan James is going to haul versus Spurs. You know, he's been pretty decent recently, hasn't he, Ryan? Like, you know, he's got that speed. But actually, yeah. the number of returns he's got has actually been flying under the radar to a yeah. certain extent. His numbers are up there, Dan James. Uh, the one thing is, like, when it comes to Leeds players, I d- like, I can only look at like Rafinha. And if Bamford was fit, maybe Bamford, because we know what Bamford is capable of. But apart from that, no one really, even though Dan James, his numbers are showing, I, I look at like other midfield players and I'm like, oh, some of these other midfield players are a bit more tempting. So probably, I'll never probably go there. That's mainly re- the reason. And also given how his performances were at United, I'm like, yeah, not one for me. Um, in the chat, John saying Madison has to be surely in there for our game week twenty eight picks. It's an interesting one actually because Leicester are one of the the few teams with mm. with a lot of postponements still mm, mm, mm. to be rearranged. But I don't think Leicester are um, in the short term priority. No. I think if we can get them in from game week thirty, yeah. that will be a really decent um, yeah. option and. I think, you know, Leicester probably going to have from maybe game week 33 if they reach the next round of the, is it the Europa League they're in? Or the, the yeah, the conference, yeah. Conference. Um, that They're going to have like six game weeks yeah. with nine fixtures or something. So yeah. uh, I think Madison's going to be a staple in most of our FPL teams. But because they play in game week 30, they're one of the few teams that have confirmed already. I, I think it's absolutely fine to get them in then, not yeah, sooner than that. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I wouldn't do 28, 29, maybe 30, you could probably bring one in. Because I saw Ben Krillin also make a uh, tweet where he said, if Leicester do go to the next uh, stage of the Conference League, um, they won't have a double game week until 33. Um, so you don't have to rush to bring in Leicester players. Uh, but if you wanted one for game week 30, Madison is a good option, I think. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what the FA Cup results are like. We could have some upsets, which could potentially change our minds on how we approach it i'm just looking for some early team news i can't see any just yet um we're we're all waiting for the livermento (laughs) yeah exactly i really want livermento to play now um but no nothing's coming out and maybe maybe saints don't have uh that many team news i'm sure you know i'm sure there's someone out there that does but um who knows who knows um I think without that early team is we'll, we'll leave it there. Thank you everyone yeah. for joining us um, in the chat and um, best of love, uh, best of love, <laughs> <laughs> best of luck for, um, for game week 27. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Um, check out Ryan's channel, which is football chat box on YouTube. I'll be back on Monday with a Ted talks video and um, yeah, we can talk about wildcarding in 28. I think I've yep. got um, Rob FPL Hall on with me. Uh, I think he's wild carding and I will be bench boosting. So lots of lots to think about. Um, thank you, Ryan, for joining me and getting up so early in Australia. No worries. Absolute big props <laughs> to you, my friend. And um, yeah, uh, get some sleep. It's 5 a.m. Yes, I will be. <laughs> oh, I'm at 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, goodness yeah. me. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Um, yeah, love it. Okay, we'll leave it there, chaps. Um, yeah, all the best. See you thank later. You. See you guys.